Welcome to Uptown. We appreciate you making us a part of your day. We're here to empower, encourage, and uplift you on your journeys. We invite you to join us. We have Wednesday night Bible study at 6.30 p.m., Sunday service at 11 a.m., and you can watch us online. Glad you're here. Let's begin today's message. I have been talking about the difficult times. Amen? I gave a sermon talking about the difficult times and, and the way that we have to go. And in the next week, I, I talked about the scent of water out of Job. And I talked about how the stump was in the ground and the roots was rotted or the roots were old. And the Bible said that when the scent of water hit it, it sprung forth. Amen? And then I talked about God is building a palace for himself within us. And I was talking about how, how God was coming into the house and he was breaking down walls and, and he was putting up new stuff and not understanding that the house thought it was going to be a cottage, but God was building a palace. Amen? This week, I want to talk about fear versus faith. Amen? Fear versus faith. But I got to do something. I want y'all to understand what I'm about to do. I'm about to put my coat on or my vest. Because I'm about to take a walk. Amen? We're going to take a walk this morning. Amen? We're going to take a walk with fear and faith. Amen? Y'all know me. I got to put my hat on. That's why I got my hat on in church this morning. Amen? So, as I was studying this out, you know, God was showing me many different things and, 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 and I want us to take a deep inventory of ourselves because I had to take an inventory of Greg. Amen? You know, uh, I had to come to terms with a lot of things in my own life. Amen? And, and, and as, as you come to terms with, with different things, then you can go to God in true repentance. Amen? Amen? And, and, and if I'm real honest with you, this has been, the last three weeks or so, has been one of the most trying times of my life. I'm telling you, this has been a trying time for me. I'm talking about in the ministry, in, 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 in my work environment, you know, trying to balance all that with my personal life, trying to make Mary happy and, and, and at the same time get a meal out of it. Amen? It's, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I've confided in a few people in the beginning, but I, I'm just kind of putting it out here is that, is that I'm asking God to help me make a transition from working all the time to being in the church full time. See? And, and what I'm finding out is, 
is that when you make these confessions of faith and, and, and you know that you're walking in the will of God, here he comes. He comes fast. I tell my, I was talking to my wife. I said, I didn't even get it out of my mouth good. But here he comes. But God, this is what I want you to realize is, but God. I had to realize that if I wanted more in him, and I wanted everything that he wants for me, so that means I must fight. Amen? Amen? That means, I, if you were in Sunday school this morning, Minister Emmanuel said this. He said, you know, you want something in God, he just ain't going to just give a silver platter and say, here, there you go. <laughs> See? You got to fight for it in order to receive what God has for you. I'm using myself. See? And, I, and, 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 and I'm going to use myself because I know Greg. I know my own weaknesses. I did say that out loud, didn't I? I know my own weaknesses. And I know where I fault at, and I know where I fail at, and I know all my little stuff. Just don't talk to my wife. Because then she'll give you a whole litany, and she'll sit down and roll the stroll out. But I can talk about myself. And as I'm talking about myself, I, I'm asking you to do the same thing. Amen? When the Holy Spirit wants to take you to the next level in God, we must allow the Holy Spirit to lead us through the stuff. Stuff that hurts. Stuff that disappoints us. Through stuff that makes us upset. That we don't know what to do but throw up our hands like we just don't care. Y'all remember that song, no? Throw your hands like, okay. Through stuff that makes tears fall from your eyes. And your heart feels heavy. Just stuff. See, it's that stuff. The question is, are we going to stay to see the blessings of the Lord. As the Holy Spirit was placing this in my heart, he, he gave me this to share. And, and, and this, is, this is kind of an unter, untraditional message. But you'll get the point. That's why I got my jacket on. I got my boots on. I got my hat on. Because we're about to take a walk this morning. Amen? So please bear with me as I go through this. And, and if you got paper, pencil and paper, you can write this down. Where there is faith, there is no fear. When there is no fear, you are able to see the things in your heart as God sees you in them. When there is no fear in your heart, you can walk out your purpose without even knowing it until you realize God has placed you in the place where you belong. Amen? Faith, fear, and faith was taking a walk. I'm about to walk right 
with them and I'm going to listen to them. Fear and faith were walking side by side one day and fear was doing all the talking. Listen, fear was doing all the talking so faith was just listening to what fear had to say. Fear started telling faith what he wasn't going to do as they were walking through the fields of life. They walked upon education and all the requirements to gain a degree. And fear says to purpose, you will never be able to do that. It is beyond your reach. They walked a little farther. And seeing a young woman looking in the mirror, fear tells her she will never be beautiful enough to have a husband and children. Hmm. Fear will place limitations upon you. Fear will stop you from exceeding and, and being what God wants you to be. They kept walking, and, and there was a young boy looking at a pair of roller skates. Fear says to Faith, he will never put on, those, put on a pair of roller skates because I had someone tell him he might fall and hurt himself. They kept walking, and they were walking down the fields of life. Fear and faith kept walking and they walked into a hospital room where this young girl was in the bed needing an operation. Fear said to faith, look at the pain in the parent's heart. They will never have the operation because of the pain of losing her on the table. Fear was doing all the talking. Faith was listening, walking through the fields of life, and they kept walking, and, and fear stops and tells faith, look at the old man over here and his wife over there. She is holding his hand, and fear says to faith, he is suffering because he's afraid to leave her in death. Faith stops and he looks at fear. Because fear thought he made his point. Faith started walking away from fear. And fear is watching faith from a distance. Faith tells fear. Faith without action is dead. And action without faith is dead. Fear is standing there looking at faith like, what are you talking about? Faith walks up to the education requirement and asks, do you believe you can do that? You can do this? And the education requirement said, faith, fear said, I couldn't. Faith said, do you believe? 
and their education requirement looked at him and said, yes, I do believe to faith. And faith said, I will give you the desires of your heart. Psalms 37 verses 4 through 6 reads like this. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. You see what he's saying right here? He said, commit, commit your way. Commit your way to the Lord. Commit your way, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. But in order for you to get the desires of your heart, you must commit yourself to the Lord. Trust also in him. So the Bible is teaching us and faith is teaching the education requirement or whatever requirement is in your life that you must commit your ways to the Lord and trust him. And he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Faith is doing something. He, he is conquering fear in the heart because he is now giving the heart something to use. The word of God. Faith walked up to the heart of the young woman and said, you shall have a husband who will love you and only you, and you shall have children that will be blessed by God. And faith says, do you believe? And the one young woman said, yes, I do believe. And faith places this within her spirit. Isaiah 61, verse 3. To bestow upon them or her a crown or beauty for ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Faith is doing something right now to this young woman. Faith is changing her around. Faith is allowing her to know that she is beautiful. Faith is allowing her to know and understand is that what you're going through right now is a crown. And the oil for joy instead of mourning and the garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Faith is doing something to this young woman right now. Faith is building her up as we continue to walk through the fields of life. Amen? Amen. I pray you're getting something out of this walk. It's like a walk in the park when the leaves are falling. Because the seasons are changing. Amen? And what God is trying to show us is that, is, that, is that in our seasons of life, there are different things that we are going to have to go through, but we're going to have to trust him. We're going to have to have faith in him. Faith 
is walking in, in fear is following him from a distance. See, faith walked back up to the boy and faith said to the boy, do you want those roller skates? And the boy says, yes, I do. And faith said to the boy, each time you fall and get up, it will prepare you for your life. Because, when, because then you will learn to get up after each fall. And you will become a strong man of God. Faith tells the boy, Proverbs 24, 16. For a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again. But the wicked shall fall by calamity. What is faith teaching this young boy right now? Faith is teaching this young boy that no matter how many times you fall, I'm going to pick you up. Faith is teaching this young boy that all the, ski, all the scabs and, 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 the, and the pain that you fail with is that when you get up, it's going to prepare you for life's journey. If you walk with me, if you stay by me, and if you trust in him, you're going to rise again. Amen? Faith is walking in, in, in fear. Fear, fear is behind him now. Fear is looking. Fear, fear is seeing everything that faith is doing. And fear is he doesn't understand it. Because fear is being conquered. Faith walked back into the hospital room where the parents were sitting with their young daughter and said, I know the one who died on the cross for this very moment. All I ask you to do is believe that Jesus Christ died for this moment. And the parents looked up out of their fear and said, yes, we believe. So faith left this in their hearts and on their tongues. But he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Isaiah 53, 5. What did faith just do? Faith encouraged these parents. Faith asked them a question and said, do you believe? And faith gave them a word to stand on. We talked about it in Sunday school this morning. We don't have to have a whole lot of Bible. We just need a word. Amen? All you need is a word sometime from God. 
You don't need a whole lot. These parents weren't looking for a, a, a sermon. These parents were looking for a word. Amen? Faith walks into the hospital room of the old wife holding onto her husband's hand and said to the old man, I know the one who gave his life on the cross and shed his blood as water came forth for this cleansing and went to the grave and rose on the third day so that you, old man, can have eternal life. The old man, he looks up at faith. Tears are in his eyes and his wife is holding his hand. And faith said to the man, do you believe this with your heart? In a weak voice, the old man said, yes, yes, I do believe. And faith said to the old man, now I will do the rest of the work. Faith called his friend salvation and said, I have another one for you. And salvation said, I got it from here. And faith and salvation walked up to Jesus and said, now he is yours. John 3.16 reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whom shall ever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The, the old man needed to hear this. 1 John chapter 5 verses 11 through 13 reads like this. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. And he who has the son has life. And he who does not have the son of God does not have life. And these things I have written to you who believe in the name of the son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Amen? So now, faith is walking. Faith has given the old man the answer that he needed to let go of his wife's hand. That all he had to do was believe. To believe in the Son of God. That he would have eternal life. That he didn't need to be afraid anymore. So he let go. Now faith told fear. Said, follow me. 
So fear is following faith now. And, and they came to a mountain. And fear said, we can't go any farther. And faith said to the mountain, move out of my way. Matthew 11, 22 and 23 reads like this. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Amen? He said, have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, what are the mountains that God is telling you to have faith in and speak to? Be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. But believes that those things he says will be done. And he will have whatever he says. Amen? See, 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 faith, faith is now overriding fear in every part of the field of life. Faith walked up to a mountain and fear said, oh, we can't go no farther than faith said, get this move. And he spoke to it. But something had to happen first. Have faith in God. Amen? You got to have faith in God. We read it in Psalms 37. He said, trust in the Lord. Amen? We have to have faith in God when we're running into those mountains in our lives. Speaking to it. I'm speaking to it out of my faith. I know that if I speak to it, God can remove it. But it also says don't doubt. Amen? Do you know where the doubt comes from? When we don't see the mountain move when we think it's supposed to be moving. Then we say, oh, oh Lord, I guess the Lord ain't heard me. I've been praying for 40 days and 40 nights. I've been fasting. I, I done withered away. I done lost 100 pounds. But if I'm reading my Bible, he says, don't doubt. He's telling us, he's telling us, have faith in God, but don't doubt. He says, my time is my time, not yours. It may take 10 years for that mountain to be moved. But in those 10 years, what he is doing, he is building you up so when that mountain does move, you're ready for it. Amen? Faith is now standing on the other side of the mountain. Fear. See, don't fear do this a lot. We done, we done overcame something. Soon as we overcome it, here comes fear. Oh, well, I don't think you can do that. It makes you forget everything that God has done for you up, up until that moment. Fear. Amen? Fear says we can't go no farther. Faith said to fear, this is where I must leave you. Hmm. 
There comes a point in time in our Christian walk that we have to leave fear. Amen? But I'm going to show you something because, because the Bible said don't doubt, right? But I'm going to show you how merciful and how graceful and how loving our God still is. Fear said we can't go no farther. And faith said to fear, this is where I must leave you. Because I have to cross over to the other side, said. Because my destiny is over there. My work is done on this side. Hmm, interesting, isn't it? Is that faith will take you where you need to go. We have to realize sometimes that my work is done on this side. What happens is, is, that, is that we see the sea, we see it, and we think that we can't conquer it or overcome it, and we get comfortable in the place where we're at. Amen? Now, I'm about to close. I'm going to close with this. I said, faith told fear, I got to leave you right here. Right? My destiny is over there. Right? Let's go to Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. Amen? And the Bible reads like this. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. See, as long as they was in the presence of God, as long as they were in the presence of Jesus, they didn't mind getting in the boat. See, they, they, Jesus understood that where his mission was was on the other side. The disciples said, well, if Jesus told us to go to the other side, then let's go. Bible says, while he sent away multitudes, while he sent multitudes away. What is this teaching us? Is that, is that sometimes we got to leave people on the other side? Amen? Sometimes you can't take them here. Don't mean I don't love you. It just means I can't take you there. I'll come back and visit you. But I can't take you there. Because over there, that's where God wants me at. Amen? Verse 23. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. Now this is Jesus, right? When you send people away, when you send people that, 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 that you know that just holding you down is like a weight and you're trying to shake them off. And they don't want to go nowhere. But God is telling you to get in the boat because on the other side, that's where I want you. See? Something is taking place because the Bible is teaching us that once he sent them away, he went and prayed. He prayed. I can't tell you what he was praying. 
And I won't try to tell you what he's praying. But I can tell you one thing is that he was praying and he wasn't praying with a multitude of people. Amen? Now, now, let me get a little deeper. Jesus Christ knew what he was about to do. Right? So he knew that on the other side, that's where the point of contact was. Right? The Bible said that Jesus is the son of man, right? And the son of God, right? So he had to be in the will of his father, right? So he had to go up to pray, right? The humanistic side of him, the human side of him had to go pray, had to go submit to the Father. So the Bible says that when he went up to pray, and now, it was, well, now when it was evening, he was there alone. Think about that for a moment. Sometimes we don't need a whole bunch of people around us to pray. Sometimes we need to get before God himself to pray because he is the one who's taking us to the other side. Amen? He already knows what he wants for us. He told us to get into the boat and go. Now watch this. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea tossed by the waves for the winds were contrary. Now, is happening. Now, faith got you in the boat. Oh, I'm with Jesus. Lord, I'm with you. Lord, I love you. Thank you, Jesus. I exalt thee. Y'all talking about we going through the whole nine yards because we're in the boat. Now, all of a sudden, here comes the winds of life. Minute ago you were saying, I exalt thee, and now you're saying, Lord, where are thee? Yeah. Amen. Now watch this. Verse 25, and now in the fourth watch of the night, it was about three o'clock in the morning. By the fourth watch in the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. Now, this is the part I really want you to really get a hold of is this. It's because the Bible says that Jesus is the son of God and the son of man, right? So he had to go up and pray, right? He had to get permission to walk across the sea. In his prayer, he's at, Lord, I'm submitting this to you. You know I got to go on the other side. Are you going to allow me to go to the other side? Faith. Jesus Christ is having faith. He said, the same faith that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. The same spirit, right? So it is that that Jesus Christ is asking the Father. He's saying, I have faith in you that I am able to walk across this sea. Mm. And he started walking. Can you imagine this? And Jesus in the boat and Jesus out walking. Ooh. Now watch this. 
And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. The Bible says they cried out in fear. Can I say this to you? You got to bring fear with you. Fear just ain't going to come. Amen? Fear just doesn't come on its own. You got to bring fear. One minute they in the boat. Jesus told them what to do. Now, now watch this. Obedience is better than sacrifice, right? So they're being obedient to the word of God, right? They in the boat. Now, all of a sudden, they get a little adversity because the wind. They see Jesus walking on the water. And now, this is the part that really kind of make me chuckle. Out of everything in the Bible, they got to say, is it a ghost? See, is it, is it some kind of demonic spirit that's coming after us? Is it a ghost? And that's where the fear came from. The fear came from because they were afraid of demonic spirits and not understanding that they were in the presence of God. So what is that teaching us this morning? That fear is demonic. Amen? Amen. That it rises up. God done told you to do a particular thing and all of a sudden you get in the middle of it and fear comes up. Now watch this. Mm. Watch this. Like I said, you, you got to bring fear with you. Verse 27. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer. See, the spoken word of God will calm you. Amen? In the middle of a, of a place in your life where, where, you, where fear is or fear had came up or is trying to bring, bring doubt into you, the spoken word of God will bring peace unto you. The Bible said, be of good cheer. I can just imagine Jesus walking on the water. He's he walking. He's looking at, oh my goodness, here they go again. Hey, 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 it's me. Just be of good cheer. That calmed them down for a moment. And he said, it is I. And then Jesus spoke to the fear. He says, don't be afraid. Then Peter answered him and said, Lord, if that is you, command me to come. Now, all the rest of them sitting in the boat, their eyes probably bucked looking, and now all of a sudden Peter says, if it's you, Lord, bid me to come. To you on the water. Mm. The Bible says in verse 29, and so he said, come. 
come. Now watch this. He said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, in other words, Peter had to get stretched out, bring his other leg over, put his big toe in the water, Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me, let, me, let me get this right now. Okay. I'm standing up. Okay. Whew, I'm, I'm on the water. And then, and now, now he's walking. And as he's walking, and he's walking, he said, oh, shoot, <laughs> this is all right. <laughs> he's going, all of a sudden, he's getting into himself, right? And, and once he got into himself, you know, he said, hey! <laughs> and the rest of the guys on the boat, they're looking like, well, what is he doing? And so Peter is walking on the water, and, and Jesus is looking at him like, okay, for real? And the Bible said, and when Peter had come down on the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. See, there are moments in our life when, when we are following God so closely that we're out there walking on the water in our faith, and then all of a sudden, something comes up and fear arises in us. And we're walking on the water. I shouldn't have any fear. And then the Bible says that he began to sink. He was sinking. He was sinking. And then, then the Bible says that he cried out, saying, Lord, save me from death. That's how the King James reads. Save me from death. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. See, that's... That's something all by itself, is that, is that Jesus Christ had gave him the command to come, but Jesus Christ was not going to allow him to fail. And Jesus called him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? You were doing it. You were walking on the water. Just because an issue had came up in your life, why did you start doubting? Why did you bring fear with you? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Faith is now on the other side, waiting for the next journey in life's adventure. Second Timothy 1.7 reads like this. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, 
love and a sound mind. Amen. Amen. God did not give us a spirit of fear. See? And I, I pray, I pray as you walked this walk with me this morning Amen. that would give you a different perspective Amen. of how God is looking at us, Amen. how God is taking care of us, how God is holding us up. How God, when the time when the times come and we are, when we start sinking, how God is stretching out His hand and bringing us back. Amen. Amen. I pray that you understand that no matter what circumstances you are going through in your life, Jesus Christ died on the cross for it. We walk through a different scenarios of life this morning. We walked through the man, the old man, holding onto his wife's hand because he was afraid. But until he met faith and understood that he had eternal life in Christ Jesus. We have to understand that no matter what we go through in life, the Bible teaches us that we have life. Our life is in Jesus. My faith is in Jesus. I gave you the scripture, the, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells in us. Do you understand this? Let me get a little deep. I want you to really understand this. Do you know when Jesus Christ went on the cross, he went on the cross as a man. He had to believe that his father was going to do what he said he was going to do. Jesus had to believe that he was going to die on that cross and that his father was going to raise him on the third day. He had to have faith in that word. Amen. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells in 